Hello, and welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And today, I'm going to be kicking off a four-week series of what I wish more women knew about one, success, two, relationships, three, money, and four, faith. And so we're going to be starting off today with what I wish more women knew about success. Enjoy! Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And although I've taken a couple of weeks off recording new podcast episodes, I'm so, so, so happy to be back. Well, if you're listening to this in real time, we are in March 2023, and I love March for several reasons. One, it's my birthday month. Two, it's spring, and already, honestly, I'm feeling the lull and the lag and the dullness of winter slowly but surely shifting away. And finally, March is International Women's Month. And at the time of this recording, International Women's Day is a couple of days away. And this month is a month that we get to celebrate women who have paved and, frankly, continue to pave the way for generations and generations to come. And although, yes, the process of change has been painfully slow in areas like the gender pay gap or the drastic difference between the number of men and women at leading corporations and organizations, multi-million or even billion dollar organizations, this month is about celebrate cele- this month is about celebrating progress, right? And in honor of International Women's Month, I'm actually going to be doing a series. And this series is a series of things I wish more women knew. Things I wish more women knew. And this is based on my experience, in my practice, and just having conversations day to day on life. And I'm going to be talking about one things I wish more women knew about success. Two, things I wish more women knew about relationships. Three, of course, things I wish more women knew about money. And four, things I wish more women knew about faith. And so to kick the series off this week, we're going to be discussing what I wish more women knew about success. I have the tremendous privilege to serve women who originate from different parts of the world. So Nigeria, Ghana, Jamaica, El Salvador, China, um, where else? All, All different parts of the world. The Philippines, Korea. Yeah, from all different parts of the world. Many of them are children of immigrants and all their lives they've been trained to work hard. Many times these women have been raised by parents who themselves have suffered a lot of hardship and are dealing with their own trauma 
whether it's from physical, verbal, emotional abuse, neglect, violence, at, from war or from countries that have been going through civil unrest. And many of these parents actually don't know that they're dealing with trauma. So my clients are often women who are products of what we would call the immigrant mentality, which is work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. And to be honest, it has served many of them so well for the first part because a lot of these women are very accomplished. They've done really well for themselves in their careers. The downside is these women are also really hard on themselves. So the first thing that I want them to know about success is one, Girl, it's okay to define success on your own terms and not your parents or societies. Now, don't get me wrong. I place a very, very high value on parental guidance and advice. So my background is Nigerian. I was born and raised for the most part in Nigeria and then moved to Canada to the, towards the end of high school. I'm from the Yoruba tribe. And there is a proverb, a Yoruba proverb that when translated says, even if a child has as many clothes as an elder, the child cannot have as many rags or used clothes. And this basically means that no matter how many degrees, no matter the fancy education or the exposure a young person has, all of these don't substitute for the wisdom that comes with life experience. So I just wanted to highlight the fact that parental guidance and advice and advice from people who have gone ahead of you and have more life experience, more years ahead of you is often very helpful. However, there does come a time where women know, they know the direction that they're going isn't the right one and their heart is pulling them in another way. But the voice in their heads, the voice of the elders that have been internalized as their inner voice, whether it's her parents, a teacher, or whoever it might be, that voice is causing them to stay on this path, different from where their heart is pulling them. My point is that you can still honor your parents, your mentors, whoever it might be, while charting your own course and going your own path. Those two are not mutually exclusive. And for some, yes, it might be easier said than done, but the point is you can learn to trust your own intelligence and your own intuition when you're being nudged to go a different direction than the path that you've been used to for many decades. So the first point I wanna make here is go ahead and define what success means to you and not what other people think, particularly the people that you love and respect because their voices often tend to be the loudest. Now, if you're having a hard time actually figuring out what do I want? What, what does success actually mean to me? I'm going to refer you all the way back to episode three. Have a listen to that episode. It's called Writing This Letter Will Change Your Life. Have a listen, and hopefully by the end of that episode, you'll have a framework or an idea of what you want a successful life to look like for you. Moving on to point number two. I really want everyone to know that it's okay to take chances. Many high achieving women dread the F word, failure. The idea of failing at anything feels like, you know what, I might as well just have the ground swallow me up and just disappear forever. And so many of these women don't try to do things that aren't guaranteed to result in success. 
So if it's not a clear path of hard work in, excellent results out, they want nothing to do with it. But the truth is that succeeding as something is only a small fraction of the reward. Crossing the finish line, getting the goal is only a small fraction of the, of the reward. And to be honest, the exhilaration that comes from succeeding only lasts for a little while. Because usually it's like, check, on to the next, right? The person you're becoming in the process of all of it, now that's where the gold lies. So taking calculated chances, living outside of your comfort zone, doing things that make you feel uncomfortable, releasing and unleashing the version of yourself that you have suppressed for far too long in order to conform and make other people either like you or accept you or maybe even notice you less. It's time to take a chance and push the boundaries of the limits that you've placed on yourself or the limits that other people have placed on you. For some of my clients, it's been something as simple as freeing themselves and getting their ears pierced. For others, it's dressing up to the office when everyone is dressed down. Set yourself free, take a chance, answer the call of your dreams, live your life in color, in full color, instead of these boring, dull shades of gray. Okay, so, Go ahead and take chances. Number three, my third and final point is self-compassion and self-care are not selfish. I can't count the number of times I've had intake forms that say, I want to learn to be selfish. (laughs) I always try to reframe that and say, you know, all we're doing is taking care of yourself. We're just taking care of yourself and it's not a selfish thing. This is a big one. My clients are big givers, they're big achievers, and in the process, they give, 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 until there's nothing left, nothing left at all. And they achieve, 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 until they are running on fumes and eventually burn completely out, literally burning out to the point where they can't move. They can't take meetings because they start to feel dizzy looking at a computer. They can't read. Their minds and their bodies are pretty much like, nope, no ma'am, done. (laughs) We're done here packing up and yeah, not going anywhere. But one of my favorite things to do is observe as my clients evolve, right? How they evolve out of the stories that they tell themselves about giving and achieving because these stories are just not true. So stories like, I want to make sure my kids have a better childhood than I did, so I'm going to give them everything they want. I'm going to give my all. I'm going to always say yes to them, and I'm going to keep it together all the time. I'm not going to lose it on them. Or another story is, no one else can do this job as well as I can, so I'm going to micromanage. Now, I know you probably don't call it that, but that's what it is. I'm going to micromanage my team, and I'm going to stay up all night making sure everything is done perfectly with this project. I'm sorry to break it to you, but the stories you're telling yourself, honestly, are they're not true. They're just not true. So I want to encourage you to be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Talk to yourself. Many of you are highly compassionate, empathetic people. So talk to yourself the way you would talk to a friend that you love. Slow down, take things easy. You honestly do not have to give 120% at work all day, every day, 
80% will do just fine. I mean, look at the other folks around you. No one is getting to the office first and leaving last, and yet they are still getting the same paycheck that you are. That's the truth, right? B plus work, that's where it's at. You know, give what you can, but don't overdo it. And trust me, I've seen this happen over and over again. The show at work will go on if you burn yourself out to the point where you're literally not able to work anymore. They'll keep going. They'll keep going. The show will go on. Um, your family needs you. Yes, work needs you, but your family needs you more. One of my clients actually shared this quote with me, which said, heal the mother, heal the daughter. And I have been so privileged to observe this time and time again. I can't count the number of times my clients will say, to me, ever since we started working together, my marriage has gotten so much better, my husband and I don't argue as much anymore. Or my kids are so much happier, they're so much calmer, they're not displaying the tantrums that they used to display. Or my team is working so much more efficiently, all because these women are learning to choose to put themselves first. It's so beautiful to watch. So heal the mother, heal the daughter, once you're better, everyone else around you will feel better. I often like to say that women are the thermostat of their homes. They're the thermostat of their environment. So if you're hot, everyone else is going to be hot. If you're cool, if you're chill, everyone else is going to follow suit. And that's the truth. I encourage you to try it. So whether it's success at home or success at work, I really want you to remember these three points that I've shared with you today. Number one, you get to define exactly what success looks like for you based on your values and the things that your most authentic self cares about, all right? Not what anybody else thinks, not what society thinks, not what media thinks, so not, your, not what your neighbor thinks, what you want, what matters to you. Number two, Taking chances and overcoming the fear of failure that can be so limiting and so crippling, doing this is what makes life such a fun, beautiful adventure to live. And finally, number three, put yourself first. Put your health first. Put your mental health first before trying to give and serve others. That is a critical part of living a sustainable, enjoyable life. I really hope that you found this episode helpful and enjoyable. And to end this with a quote, which I'm sure is very familiar to many of you, it says, should an emergency occur, you need to put on your own oxygen mask first before attempting to help those around you. There is so much wisdom in this. We don't want people passing out left, right, and center because they're trying to help other people without taking care of themselves first, right? Right. Until next time, remember I am here fiercely advocating for your success and your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yoandi, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.